0: Hi, y'all. This is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much-needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer that this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Then, share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement this week. You can also find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Let's get started. Hi, y'all, and welcome back to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Now, last month, I shared a blog post on my website that really struck a nerve with many of you. I knew I wasn't alone, but your words of encouragement, your direct messages, your texts, and your emails that you sent to me to share your stories with me reminded me that many of us live with a little black dog. So I thought I would openly talk about this topic this week. This is a topic many of us feel uncomfortable Talking about, and we feel even more uncomfortable admitting it and sharing it. Now, I have a black dog. His name is Depression. It's hard to live life with bouts of depression. When you add in the role of motherhood and the calling to homeschool, it's often accompanied with shame and secrecy, too. But it shouldn't. If you suffer with feelings of depression, I hope my little quote unquote confession. And this episode will encourage you. Why are feelings of depression, first of all, referred to as a little black dog? Well, the phrase black dog was was popularized by Winston Churchill. He was often quoted as referring to a black dog when he felt unmotivated or boorish, pensive, unresponsive, and unproductive. He often blamed his little black dog for his melancholy, for some of his stumbling blocks throughout the years and for his moments of inactivity and passiveness. For those of you who know me, you know I love dogs. I'm often kind of referred to sometimes as a bit of a dog whisperer. Dogs find me, and they enjoy my company. And I love being around my furry friends. However, I do not like spending time with or being followed by my little black dog. I ain't gonna lie. Depression sucks. I hate it. But pretending it doesn't grip my mind and soul from time to time actually only makes it worse. Someone once said, homeschooling with depression is like climbing Mount Everest with no Sherpa, in a blizzard, wearing a bikini. Yep, that about sums it up. I mean, think about it. Depression feels like a never-ending climb. And when you're depressed, you, you can't enjoy the beautiful view around you. And depending on the severity of your sadness, you may not even appreciate the beauty or the view at all. Now, we all know that homeschooling requires joy and motivation. I mean, my little mini me's need my support and pep talks and hope and my enthusiasm. Homeschooling requires creativity and meaningful connections with our kiddos. It requires a clear head. It's hard to homeschool with a head full of mental fog. When you are depressed, all things, including homeschool, are just really, really hard. So let's talk about the elephant in the room, or should I say, the little black dog on our couch. It's time for some transparency. Not everyone deals with depression or bouts of extreme sadness, but for those of us who do, its effects vary and they're different for each person. Now for me, I call them my spirals. My usual coping mechanism is to retreat into what I call my cave. During these spirals, I should be reaching out for help or support, but what I do is I actually pull away. Retreating or escaping are my go-to responses. I tend to retreat and lick my wounds. But when I was homeschooling, retreating really wasn't an option. I had two precious human beings depending on me, During the hardest bouts of depression, I was essentially non-functional. My daily goals were reduced to two things, taking a shower and keeping everyone alive. That's really all I could muster up on those really hard days. Dealing with daily tasks felt overwhelming and required everything in me. Perhaps your overwhelming feelings, they're not due to clinical depression, but to the loss of a loved one. Homeschooling with an illness or the death of a loved one or with divorce can be just as dilapating. Homeschooling through grief or with depression, it all feels the same. Just getting out of bed is a monumental feat and accomplishment. Considering I've homeschooled through the years dealing with major losses, and in reality this past year in particular, my constant companion has been my little black dog, my advice to you in this episode it's not perfect but i pray it encourages you and you know that you're not alone and i pray that it gives you a sense of hope so first of all it's okay to sit and cry especially that ugly cry it's okay to have feelings of depression and sadness sometimes the feelings come crashing in like a tsunami and sometimes they just ebb and flow into your life and into your mind yes Even believers who know the risen hope of Jesus Christ can have bad days, bad seasons, and even bad years. Yes, there is power in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. But it isn't a sign of weakness or shallow faith if there are seasons when the grief or depression overwhelm you. Remember, Jesus wept too. He didn't mask his mourning. He felt it, and he let the tears flow. Jesus cried an ugly cry on several occasions, and no one told Jesus he had to have more faith or that he just needed to trust the Father more. Jesus, the Son of God, wept. It's okay if you're not feeling perky and blessed every minute of every day. It's okay if you're feeling disappointed or sad. It's okay to tell others you're not fine when they ask. It's okay if your constant companion right now is your little black dog. And if you're like me, or like millions of other moms who suffer from doubts, depression, or brokenheartedness, remember, it's okay to weep, it's okay to feel the pain, and it's okay to be transparent. Be transparent with God, be transparent in your prayers, and be transparent with those who deeply love and care for you. It's okay. Now, for more encouragement in this area, I suggest you listen to an episode I did um, last season. It's episode 114 titled Homeschooling Through Grief. I get even more transparent in that one. Now, second, if you suffer from depression or you're dealing with grief, do only what you can and then rest in the promises of the Lord. Now, God promises us in Isaiah 54, 13, all your children will be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children did you catch that all all your children will be taught by who by the lord and what will be the response to that they shall have peace so memorize isaiah 54:13 and lean on it during your hardest times when in the midst of sadness or bouts of depression focus on what is truly important in your parenting Your home life and in your homeschooling. Set your priorities and put your energies into those things only. It's okay if only chores and Bible reading are accomplished today. There's always tomorrow and there's always next week. Give yourself and give your kids grace. When I had only a limited amount of energy and clarity due to my depression, I had to make sure the activities I did were the important ones. By spending my limited energy on the important things, I made sure that at least the priorities got done each day or each week. And even if I wasn't doing everything I felt I needed to, I was still doing something, and we were still moving forward. That, it was enough for the day. It had to be. The Lord would give me exactly enough manna for the day. I had to rest in that truth that that was enough. Again, if you want a little bit more encouragement, listen to episode number 95, Miracles and Manna, Trusting the Lord to Provide. All right. Thirdly, if you're dealing with depression or bouts of sadness, ask for help. Whether we have mental clarity or bouts of depression, we should never walk this homeschooling journey alone. Learn with friends. Reach out for play dates, coffee dates, and dates with your hubby ask for prayer. If your kids are older, get your kids involved in the homeschooling planning and in your family schedules and in the house cleaning. Get their help. Be courageous enough to seek professional help if or when it's needed. You don't have to feel ashamed. Talk about your grief. Talk about your sadness. Our feelings are valid. What we tell ourselves and how we respond to those feelings is what's really important. So seek help, whether it's from a trusted friend, a community of believers, or a professional counselor. Next, acknowledge you are in a frame of mind that sometimes requires all of your energies just to exist. So consider taking a Sabbath break. Perhaps a month off from formal lessons is what's needed. Perhaps several months off or even a sabbatical year might be needed. God created our children to be learning machines. They're not living and learning in a vacuum. If given time, space, and freedom to explore the world around them and the passions within them, they will learn. If taking a Sabbath break is not something you feel the Lord is leading you to do, then homeschool for a while with zero prep educational activities. Now, what do I mean by zero prep educational activities? I mean, have on hand things like living books, puzzles, games, documentaries, educational apps, kid-friendly podcasts, how-to books, and simple workbooks. Things that the kids can do independently or without your help or supervision. When you're in a mental fog for whatever reason, whether it's depression or grief or illness or stress, even grab-and-go curriculums can be extremely overwhelming. If you can barely muster enough energy to put dinner on the table, then pull out the zero prep bin of educational activities, set it before the kids, and know that it's enough for today. Now, for more ideas on how to use zero prep educational activities that don't include screen time, take a listen to episodes number 69 and 70, The Art of Strewing. It's a lifesaver. Finally, take advantage of your good days. When the clouds part and the sunshine seeps in, hit the ground running. For me, on the days that the fog lifted and I had some attention to spare, I would grab the homeschooling stuff that was overwhelming for me on the bad days. On the good days, I cooked extra dinners and froze them for the not-so-good days when that little black dog was hounding me again. When my dad died, I lost the most important person in my life. When my mom died, I was filled with regrets and what ifs. When my older brother lost his battle to cancer, my world collapsed. I never felt pain and a sense of loss like that in my entire life. And the grief is still overwhelming, and it's usually the reason that my little black dog comes to take up space on my couch and in my life again. Now, when my daughter moved away to college, a huge piece of my heart moved with her. I couldn't even walk by her room without feeling a deep sense of longing. When your kids successfully launch and begin the life that God has created them to live, it's a bittersweet kind of morning. Then when my baby graduated and I retired my homeschooling mom hat, I must admit I felt a bit lost. My baby was all grown up and I wasn't, quote-unquote, needed any longer. In a real way, I lost my place in the world. Entering the empty nest season of life comes with a tremendous amount of, quote-unquote, loss, too. Now, if you're entering this retired homeschool mom or empty nest season, (laughs) check out a post on my Instagram page that I did uh, a couple of months ago about homeschooling with a little white dog, (laughs) I give real transparent advice on what to do now that you're no longer spending all of your time and energy homeschooling your precious little ones. And to tell you the truth, this past year has also been a year of loss like no other. I've lost friends and friendships that were a huge part of my life. And I also had to give up on many of my lifelong dreams. So to say I am all better, (laughs) would be a lie. However, I can tell you this. Homeschooling with a little black dog is hard, but it is possible. Eventually, it does get better. Now, sometimes getting back to normal is just accepting that there's a new normal. Lean on the Lord. Pray and believe the joy of the Lord is your strength and that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Remember that God is our comforter and our Savior. Read and memorize 2 Corinthians 1, 3-4. It will bless your heart. Then highlight Psalm seventy one twenty through 21 in your Bible. It promises us, Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. You will increase my honor and comfort me once more. Y'all, don't hide the little black dog anymore. Remove your shame from your feelings of sadness. Remove your guilt from your feelings of loss. Share your heart with the Lord and with those you trust. And know that I'm praying for you. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining me, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe, and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you're new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify and streamline your homeschooling, this is a perfect book to read. You can purchase it at Amazon or at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. If you heard something you liked or something new, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week, or with a mom friend who also suffers with depression. If you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast and take a few minutes to leave a little review. This really is the best way to help other moms find our podcast and be encouraged too. It's our prayer. Our website, consulting services, podcast, and book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. I'm praying for you and see you next time.